or what is the reason for possible podcasting podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all your question anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like spotify breaker google podcast all you need to do is anchor this cannot record your podcast and anchor does the rest anchor the one stop podcasting platform for you morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a live look at the life of peshwa balaji vishwanath when one looks at the history of the maratha empire the peshwa era is one of the most significant one starting from balaji balaji vishwanath in 1713 to raghunath rao in 1734 1774 before nana fadnavis effectively became the de facto power technically speaking Peshwa was equivalent to prime minister in the Maratha empire starting out as subordinates to the Chhatrapati in later years they became the actual ruling power starting with Balaji Vishwanath Moropan Pingle Shivaji's revenue minister was the first ever Peshwa to Shivaji referred to him as Pant Pradhan the rise of the Peshwa was more an effect of the internal conflict between Tarabai and Shahu and the latter's victory saw him appointing Balaji Vishwanath as the Peshwa Often called the second founder of the Maratha state, Balaji Vishwanath was the one who made the Peshwa all powerful from a mere prime minister to the main power center. As well as ensuring the hold of the Chitpavan province over the position, primarily from Konkan, he had to deal with the threat to the Maratha empire, mainly from the internal conflict between Tarabai and Sahu, and of course the assaults by the Mughals. Two noticeable aspects of Maratha history, while they had their own deadly internal rivalry, sometimes leading to a civil war, when it came to the Mughals or any other Muslim invaders, the Mughals more or less managed to counter them effectively, except Panipat. Another was the very important role played by women, be it Chichabai who guided Shivaji, or Tarabai who took on Aurangzeb, or Ahliyabai Holkar. They played an equally important role in the affairs of the kingdom. Balaji Vishwanath was born in Srivardhan, now in Raikar district, famous for its beach on January 1, 1662. His family held the hereditary Deshmukh or Srivardhan for the Siddhis of Janjira. He worked for some time as an accountant general for Danaji Chadhav, and when the latter passed away, he had a follow-up with his son Chandrarao Chadhav and joined as an assistant to the newly appointed Maratha Emperor Shahu in 1707, who had heard of his abilities. It was the period when the Maratha Empire was engulfed in a bitter civil conflict between the families of Sambhaji and Rajaram for the throne. In spite of Sambhaji's brutal execution and early death of Rajaram, his widow Tarabai continued the fight against Mughals. While Tarabai continued her resistance to the Mughals, Shahu, the son of Sambhaji, was held as captive by the Mughals till 1707. On the other hand, the long-taken campaign exhausted Aurangzeb, who passed away in 1707. leading to another war of succession among his sons following aurangzeb's death the mughal emperor governor released shahu 
hoping to use them as a pawn against Tarabai, considering no love was lost between them. Tarabai, on the other hand, did not Shahu as an impostor and sent a general Dharaji Jadav to attack him. However, Palaji Vishwanath is believed to have met Tanaji Jadav and convinced his master to support Shahu. Tanaji switched sides and proclaimed Shahu as a rightful successor, which in turn aroused the jealousy of his son Chandrasen. Though Shahu appointed Chandrasen Jadav as a Senapati, the latter joined hands with Tarabai to get even with his long-time rival. He attacked Balaji, who was supposed to flee to the port of Purandar. Shahu brought back Balaji Vishwanath under escort and Chandrasen defected to Tarabai's side in 1711. Haibatya and too defected to Tarabai's side, leaving Shahu totally vulnerable. It was at such a period that Balaji stood firmly with Shahu. Balaji Vishwanath was made the Saint Karkata and he soon brought down Tarabai in a palace coup in 1712 with the help of disgruntled people in her own court which included Rajaram's other widow. Rajaspai, who wanted to see her son on the throne. He used Rajaspai and some other disgruntled elements to conduct a successful palace coup against Tarabai and her son Shivaji II while installing Rajaspai's son Samaji II at Kolhapur, effectively shutting out the opposition. Shahu now had to deal with Kanhoji Angri, the Maratha Nara, who made use of the internal conflict to declare himself independent. Angri captured Kalyan Lohakat and defeated Bahiraji Pingle whom Shahu had sent to subdue him. Balaji Vishwanath once again negotiated with Kanoji Angri at Gunavala, making an appeal to him for the larger Maratha cause. Angri appeared to support Shahu, became the sarkage of the Maratha navy, adding full strength to the Maratha side. Angri, along with Balaji Vishwanath, attacked the cities of Janjira and captured the entire Konkan coast. That included Balaji's hometown Srivardhan. Shahu, delighted with Balaji Vishwanath's success, appointed him as the Peshwa in November 1713. On the other hand, post Aurangzeb's the Mughal Empire was caught up in its own internal power, with the Said brothers Hussein Ali Khan and Abdullah Khan turning out to be the actual kingmakers, while the emperor was more or less a figurehead. The Mughal emperor Farooq Shah requested the Marathas for help against the growing influence of the Said brothers. Unable to face the Maratha guerrilla tactics, Hussein Ali Khan, who was the governor of Tekken, sought to make peace with them. Balaji Vishwanath negotiated a peace treaty with the Mughals in 1780, demanding the right to Chauth and Sardeshmuki in all Mughal provinces of the Deccan and restoring all territories conquered by Shivaji Maharaj in Karnataka. In return, the Marathas would acknowledge the suzerainty of the Mughal emperor. Farooq however, refused to sign the treaty and tried to get rid of the Said brothers who promptly got wind of the plot. The brothers, aided by Balaji Vishnath, marched on to Delhi, where Farukshia was overthrown, blinded and imprisoned. The Mughal emperor was now effectively a puppet of the Marathas and Said brothers. The downfall had begun. The once mighty Mughal emperor had become a Maratha puppet and in turn actually paid 25% of the revenue as Chauth and another 20% as protection tax. Balaji Vishnath broke the back of Mughals, which his son would take forward. He also secured the release of Shahu's mother Yesubai, wife Savitri Bai from Mughal captivity. However, the constant warring and conflicts took a toll on his health and he passed away in April 1720 at Saswar near Pune. Balaji Vishwanath was one of the shrewdest prince in the Maratha Empire, a man who guided it during the difficult times of his civil war and more importantly began the process of downfall of the Mughals, 
reducing them to a nominal power. He also laid the foundation for the Maratha administrative system as well as the tax collection system that would hold on for long till its end. The Maratha revenue collection was as significant as the military victories. While we know about the legendary Balaji Rao, not much is known about his equally great father Balaji Vishnath, who began the era of Peshwa dominance, consolidated the empire, invented the civil conflict, and dealt a blow to the Mughals, Naman to another hero, 